0: Welcome to the License to Talk Insurance, a podcast for independent insurance agents. Hello, my name is Amanda Yanis, and I am the Director of Marketing at Chicagoland SIA and one of your hosts for this podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Kelsey Conklin-Ramsey. I'm the Director of Digital Strategy here at Chicagoland, and I am the other host for this podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about being a small business owner, and in many cases, being a
0: family-owned business, which is very common in the insurance industry, especially for independent insurance agents, that they are small, they are family-owned. There usually is a parent and child combo, sometimes a sibling combo, but it is very common to be family-owned. And how that's actually advantageous for independent agents in their marketing we are seeing a big trend lately where people are looking for those small businesses, looking to support family-owned businesses, because they've lost a lot of faith in the big corporate
1: models. Amanda is a is a third generation in the independent insurance world. I can definitely relate to this. My grandpa and my dad started out in the agency world. They they founded Conklin back in 1993. Obviously, my grandpa was in the industry longer than that, but. Him and my dad started Conklin back actually 30 years ago now. Growing up, insurance was always a a big, not necessarily a big topic at the dinner table. They were pretty good about keeping work and and life separate, but it was always on the table for my brother and I to consider coming into the insurance industry. Both of us went on our own paths in college and post-college, but I found my way back and I think it's such a unique thing to be a part of a business that so much of my family has also been a part of. And it's been ingrained in my family almost. So for me, it's something really special. And I think it's also really special for a lot of small business owners, especially when you have family involved. And it's a great way to connect with your client base, especially if you're targeting other Small commercial clients that are family owned or local, locally owned, et cetera, that might have a couple of generations. And it's really interesting now to see my generation and some of these clients that we're bringing in from my generation compared to the clients of my dad or my grandpa's generation. There's so many different marketing tactics for each of these that I'm sure we can discuss a little bit more in detail, but I think it's such a unique opportunity to bring in the different perspectives. What
0: I see when I'm interacting with like a family-owned business, such as Conklin Insurance, is that the passion and strive to build a legacy to leave for the next generation really shines through. They're not making something to get a quick buck. They're not making something that they're going to sell off piecemeal or wholesale to somebody else. They're building something solid for the next generation. And I think that really shines through in how they treat their clients, how they build those relationships, because it's not just about, you know, what can you do for you for the next five years? It's what can
1: we do together for the next 30 years? It's really ingrained in the core values of that business. That's for sure. So when you're marketing your small business
0: and your family owned business. I think the most important thing to hit on is to promote that you are a small business, that you're a local business. If you're a family business, people are really drawn to that. They want to work with small businesses. As I said, there's been a big shift away from dying to do business with big corporations that are only in it for themselves. There's a lot of negativity towards them not having like a, a horse in the race, really, because they don't have to. They aren't dependent on your business. So you just become a a number in a lot of cases, something that, you know, if you renew, great. If you don't, well, you're a statistic. But for family businesses, promoting that you're family-owned, that you're a small business, people look at you as their neighbor, as somebody that's invested in their community. And going out and getting involved in those community events will really help you promote your business because people will realize. That you are a person, you have ideas, you have knowledge, you have an expertise, and you are there for them when something goes on in that community. Like let's say a bad hailstorm comes through, you know, you know, you are there with them having that bad hailstorm, and I think that is such a valuable thing in these communities to have somebody that is literally experiencing that community together with you.
1: And having that local touch, I I know you mentioned that, Amanda. I think that's so important because you're exactly right. You under, you know, as a small business owner in that community, you understand what, you know, these folks are going through because you're also going through it yourself.
0: People also want to support their local economy right now. They want to see their neighborhoods and their communities and their cities prosper. So there is also that draw to Main Street going on. They wanna build on that community. So really advertising, like if you have a brick or mortar, especially in like a historic downtown, people are gonna be drawn to that and you need to share that with them. That should be on your website. It should be in your socials, the social groups that you're joining. Uh, if you can join local groups and you know offer advice to people, that is always a great way to promote your business as a local business owner, as a small business owner.
1: We just had a cute little festival this past weekend in our town and most of the local businesses sponsored. I know, for example, my, I took my son and we watched one of the reptile shows and that was sponsored by a local business. There were a lot of music, actually a lot of live music, but they had kids live music shows. And again, all of these Individual shows, programs, games, we're all sponsored by local businesses. Just getting involved that way and, and showing your community, hey, we're here, we're small, we're family owned, we're just like you guys. I think that's that's so important, especially in, in today's day and age now that we're all out and about again and spending time together as a community, um, just sharing that and showing that you're there, where actions are speak louder than words, showing that you guys are there and you're supporting that community. We'll go a long way. Which brings up my
0: favorite word authenticity. I feel like we haven't said authenticity in maybe an episode or two, but. As a small business owner, you can be authentic with your client. You can be more authentically yourself because there isn't these corporate guidelines and these corporate visions, and you can share parts of yourself that you might not be able to share if you report of a larger corporate structure. And being able to connect with people on that human level, that authentic level, is also going to bring in business because people will want to do business with you. They'll want to you know share in your vision of your company. And I mean it's not going to draw in everybody. You're not going to be loved by everybody, but the people that you do draw to your authentic self, they're going to be your long-term clients. They're going to be the clients that listen to you more. They're going to be the best clients.
1: Something that my dad actually said at the last Chicagoland meeting really, I think, stuck out not only to me but to to a lot of the folks that attended. But and there's there's no surprise in this, right? We've all taken those ethics classes, but putting your client's needs first always, right? That's that's the biggest key here. So we've all heard this in one form or another, but that insurance agents are, you know, ranked one step above a used car salesman for in terms of professional services and things of that nature but i i don't see that in a lot of cases with our members i don't see that at all with our members i i really firmly believe that our members want to do what's best for for their clients and that's why we're in this industry right that's why it's so important that we show in in show not tell that this is what we want to do and so much of our our business as insurance professionals are referral based and that's how we get a lot of our our great business and the best way to do that is by just caring and doing what's best for our clients and then a lot of that work will be done for you. I know Amanda you mentioned this in terms of being uh, involved in your local community groups. We have members that have so many referrals just by being a part of their moms or dads pages or just community pages um, in their area. They get referrals from that. I know on my on my mom's list that I'm a part of in my town, people refer all types of different business owners, whether it's plumbers, contractors, insurance professionals, and those always get those guys, guys and gals, I should say. Always get a lot of really good traction. And that's just because these individuals are good, honest people that just really want to help their community and their clients. You bring up
0: another interesting point, whether I don't know if you meant to, but it got my brain thinking of, you know, with sort of that murky shadow hanging over being an insurance agent that we're not considered trustworthy, you know, why? Would anyone want to be an insurance agent? Obviously, you made a choice to enter the insurance industry. So that story, that is a great way to introduce yourself to your community. That should be one of the first things people see on your website. It should be something that you talk about uh, in your social channels. The story of why you chose to be an insurance agent. Because it's not just a job that you applied to off of like Indies or Monster or whatever people are using these days for job boards. This was a conscious, this is an industry I want to be in. But so why?
1: Tell us why. That why is so important. And I think another spin on this too, Amanda, if a lot of agency owners have that second generation in, or an upcoming second generation. In my case a third generation but i think it's also a great story not only for the first generation to share but also the second generation because that's so important in telling that story of your business so when you're talking about your agency's marketing plan your marketing plan might look a little bit different across those two generations and that's also okay because the generations might have different avenues of communication I know for my dad, he was always very much so in person, cold calls, all of the, all of that. Whereas for me, it's a little bit more social media, Google, and that's okay. So I think when you're looking as an agency owner, as a small business owner, and if you have multiple generations in your business, not having a one size fits all marketing plan for your entire company is okay, and kind of formulating it's more than that, okay. Yeah, and Amanda, you're you're much more experienced (laughs) in this than I am. But I think that's going to be so effective and take advantage of that.
0: You definitely should be taking advantage of the different generations in your company. Because as Kelsey was saying, you're going to attract different people, maybe different generations to each of your different sales tactics. And your marketing should reflect that. If you have an agent that is very comfortable with the cold calling and the meetings in person, and that's where they excel, then they're gonna attract clients that want to meet in person. If you have an agent that is more comfortable, maybe social selling, being on social media, sharing stuff through the various social networks, going on, I don't know, Google, (laughs) and looking up people and and learning about them through their LinkedIn pages before making that contact, That is also a great way to market so that you can attract different people to different agents. I mean, that's the point of having multiple agents. You're not going to be fighting each other for clients. That's not how a a partnership works. So having different tactics for different agents, which will probably be along generational lines, is going to be way more effective than having one strategy that everyone follows.
1: Absolutely, Amanda. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's one other topic that I wanted to touch on that came to mind in terms of referrals. I know we we touched on this a little bit earlier, but I think it's also really important being that small business owner is not only receiving referrals, but also providing referrals. So for example, I worked with a local realtor when we were looking at houses out in the suburbs a couple years ago. And we had a really wonderful experience working with her and referred, you know, some family and friends over to her. And in return, she learned a lot about us throughout the process, as you do looking at homes. (laughs) And she actually started referring business back to us in, you know, in return. And that was such a great way for me to, you know, for us to expand a little bit as well and start growing with a lot of some, with a lot of these new homeowners in the area, So it's a great networking opportunity, but that was a good way to take advantage, maybe not take advantage, but to kind of grow my own personal network out here outside of just what my dad was doing. So especially for those generational folks, um, obviously tapping into the network that you currently have is great, but Working with folks that you just genuinely like and have can have a good conversation with or that you've had a good experience with in the past and referring them, it goes a long way. It starts to build that trust as well. So that's, that's something I also recommend as well as you're working with other businesses in your area or just having their business cards in your office. Like, hey, you know, or menus, right? This folk, these folks down the street make a really, really good, you know, BLT sandwich if you're hungry, you know, sharing that with your clients and having the menu sitting right there. I know that's something that we do in our Conklin office. So there are ways to promote other small businesses in your community that, you know, will ultimately help you in your business. But more importantly, will show and again, show, not tell that you are really a true valued part of this community. Yeah, reciprocal referrals
0: are great. Because people feel good when you refer another business that makes people feel good. It makes them feel like you're someone they can trust, especially if they have a positive experience at that other business. If someone came up to you and you'd be like, oh, you know, uh, I really need help uh, with finding a home in the area and I don't know who to help me. And you're like, well, we'll use this real and we had this fantastic experience. She really listened to what we needed and she only showed us houses that that fit our budget, that fit our requirements. And they go and they use this same realtor. Now that positivity, if they had a good experience with that realtor is also connected to you. And all you did was refer them.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, Amanda. I, I can't speak highly enough about having experiences like that and how valuable that they are and just in your network. And another I guess one one last topic I know I said the last one would be the last but something this also sparked something in my head but something that the Conklin that we do on the Conklin side is we have in the past have sent over Jersey Mike sandwiches and for those who don't know Jersey Mikes we have a big Jersey Mikes program through Conklin and support a lot of stores you know locally and nationally but we sent over a number of Jersey Mike sandwiches over the years to the fire department, to the local fire department. And that just, I think that goes a long way and just with that community support. So that things, things like that, just reflect very positively on you and your business. And again, show what your core values are and what, and what's important to you as a business owner. Conklin Insurance, we send subs, from our clients. So again, this is sort of almost like
0: a quasi-reciprocal thing because Jersey Mike's tends to be one of our clients. We order from stores that are clients of ours if we can. And we do send them out to first responders. So we've sent them out to firemen, to police officers. Uh, we've even sent them out to local hospitals uh, during COVID because that hospital staff, you know, they're they were working very hard during that. And you know, we don't expect anything from those people, and that's so important because it was an authentic giving. It wasn't a, am going to give them something and hope that I get something back." It was just a goodwill gesture, and we were hoping that people would would know and understand that that is a core value of ours. We need to take care of the people that take care of us, and. Yeah, you know, it's not about getting referrals. It wasn't about, you know, hoping that firemen would quote with us. It was about giving back because this community has supported us, especially the first responders during the pandemic. They did so much for us that giving them some sandwiches was the least we could do. And that's a genuine feeling from us, but it's also a great reflection on our business that if people see that. Of course, they're going to think we're a great business because we are a great business It was an authentic gesture. And being authentic in your gestures is what's going to draw people in.
1: And it'll draw people in that you want to work with too. It'll provide the referrals or the new business for people that have similar values to you. And that's when you see lasting clients when you're able to have relationships like that. Agreed. Well, that actually brings us to... Uh, maybe a little bit
0: short of the, the 20 minutes that we aim for, but I think we're just going to wrap it up there. Thank you everyone for listening and we will talk to you again next month. Thanks everyone.